Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is the Eternity Bible Study Podcast, where we walk through the Bible together every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're podcasting from here in the United States and in Zambia with a goal to share our thoughts and encourage one another as we read God's Word together verse by verse. My co-host in Zambia, Matali and I, are both listening to Through the Bible Podcast and then sharing our thoughts and encouragement with you. From America to Africa and everywhere else, God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. We're regular people just like you, trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So if you have your Bible, feel free to read along. And if not, no problem. We'll try to put it all together for you. So let's get started. Well, hello, everyone. We're, we finished um, the Sermon on the Mount last time, um, and it's Monday. We're back for another uh, study session, and we're in the book of Matthew. McGee has us uh, just reviewing chapters 5 and chapter 7. We're coming off the Sermon on the Mount. We're getting ready to come down, and Jesus is going to show he has the authority to show what it's like to live this out. And uh, so McGee goes through some teachings on chapter 5 and 7. I just don't think there's any way I can do this justice. I can't um, measure up to, in one little podcast, put it all together like this, especially just uh, without much, much preparation. But what I thought I would do... Rather than just take a break for today, let me try just to give you some of the parts of the Sermon on the Mount that made a lot uh, of impact for me. So, you've got Matthew hanging around with Jesus, former tax collector, hated person, and now he is, um, you know, he goes from a man of numbers who is now um, a man who is. Uh, enunciating all the fine details of Jesus's sermon, and it's you could argue is one of his most important sermons. So you've got one of the most hated people. Jesus is using one of the most hated people to describe himself, um, and isn't it just just at face value um, so comforting to know that? Uh, that Jesus picks out people with such imperfect natures to help him do his good works and bless other people through these imperfect people. So, first off, if he can, you know, use the imperfect person, you know, that counts me in because there's nothing about me that's any good. And uh, it, for any of us, we you know, if we feel like there's nothing that's any good and we want to follow Jesus, Jesus is showing us that 
that you're the kind of person he can use. Um, so he sits down, the crowds are coming, and he and it starts off like he's teaching his um, his disciples. They came to him, and he's teaching his disciples, but all these people around them are hearing this message too. And then the next place we come is when he starts telling them things. You know, this is often referred to as the Beatitudes. You know, all these blesseds. Blessed are the poor. Blessed are those who mourn. The meek. Those who hunger for righteousness. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. Blessed uh, are those who get reviled and persecuted and um, have to and hear all kinds of evil against you falsely um, on my account. Um, all these blessings, this and blessings that, you know, the Beatitudes. And the, the thing that, that McGee makes the point is, is he's telling them how to be, you know. These are the, the Beatitudes, not the do-attitudes, you know. these are, He's telling you... This is our attitudes. Our attitude needs needs to be be. This is how I am, not my attitude is. This is what I'm going to do. I, that's that's centering on me. Um, be attitudes are being blessed. He's showing people how to be blessed, how to live as blessed, live as blessings. Now, first off, none of us are pure in heart. None of us are peacemakers. None of us are, are meek, you know. None of us who are all, you know, the mourning people, you look around, they're not being comforted very much. The meek, they're not really inheriting the earth right now. They're getting taken advantage of left and right. Left and in, in, um, in right. So when you look around, a lot of the first glance, people might say, "Oh, all this stuff is out of date." You know, uh, this uh, Jesus is out of touch. He, you know, they sound good. They sound like platitudes, but they're not helping. We got to do something about all this. We got to create some politics. We got to create a program to help put Jesus's message into action. Jesus is saying, "No. This is how you. This is how you." can live when I'm in you, when you receive my blessings. Uh, in other words, you can't do this without me. And this has reminded me of Galatians 5.22, the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, you know, plus others. But, but this is to receive the gospel message. You have to repent because back, you know, even though we're in chapter 5 right now, um, John the Baptist's message was repent, you know, for the kingdom of heaven is, 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 is here, is at hand. You know, this is what John the Baptist says right before we get to chapter 5. And then, so this was Jesus' first time preaching, repent. And receive this kingdom of heaven. He's the personification of the kingdom of heaven. So the kingdom of heaven is here. 
The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Jesus is the kingdom of heaven. We have not only the kingdom of heaven, but we have the kingdom of heaven's Holy Spirit in us. So we can be these things. We didn't achieve these things by do by doing. We achieve these things by being. We are being blessed because of God's love, God's joy and peace. And it's interesting that the word blessing, blessed, means happy. It comes from the Latin beatus. Beatus means blessed, means happy. It means joyful. So we have the fruit of the Spirit, love. We get love. Jesus is the personification of God's love. And that is a gift given to us. And when we get a gift like that, we are blessed. In other words, we are joyful. So when we repent and receive God's love, we have this state of being. We have the blessing. It's not anything we do. It's what we are. It's, it changes us into new people that are blessed. And we can be peacemakers. And we can have the kingdom of heaven. And we can be comforted when we have godly grief, not worldly grief. And we can have love, joy, and peace. We can be reconciled to God. That's the only peace that we're going to get is reconciliation to God. We're never going to see peace with the world. The world is corrupt. So we can spend a lot of time and effort in vain looking to be at peace with the world or peace with our job or peace with, with health deteriorating. The world and... The world of the flesh is always going to be at odds with God. So those are some things that stood out at the beginning. Um, when we drop down to chapter 5, verse 16, talking about you're the salt of the earth, you're the light of the world. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who's in heaven. That one really got me because it's teaching me that you can't let your faith, you can't hide your faith, God's presence in your brokenness. God can't use us unless we're repented, unless we're broken. And when God's light, God's Holy Spirit comes into us, we don't have light without Him. God wants us to not hide it. God wants to shine. And it's encouraging. It's encouraging that He can use anybody. But it's also instructive. You can be blessed, but don't hide that blessing. Another thing that stood out to me is I've always wondered what an iota is. I-O-T-A. <laughs> and we see that iota in verse 18, For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot, will pass from the law until all is accomplished. An iota is the smallest letter of the Greek alphabet. That's what an iota is. I've always wondered, not one iota.
Jesus is coming to fulfill the law. He's just got through telling everybody how to be blessed. Now he's saying, I've come to fulfill it, to show you how to to live it. Matthew presents Jesus as the coming king. He shows you that he has the ancestry to back it up. He proves that in chapter 1. He gives you this big old genealogy. He presents Jesus as the king that the wise men came to worship, the king that people were jealous of and trying to kill. He presents Jesus as king. But he shows you what the king is coming to bring, but he's showing you that he's a king not only that deserves to be here, but he's going to fulfill everything. And he's not, he's not, you know, canceling the law. He's fulfilling it. And he is the kingdom of heaven. He's the personification. So he's a king. He's the son of man here on earth who, from all worldly uh, viewpoints, he deserves to be king. But also, he's the kingdom of heaven. He's the son of God. So, he's the king in every way. In heaven and on earth. He is the son of man and the son of God. But, he allows us to be righteous because of him. Uh, then we get a whole bunch of things that nobody can, again that nobody can keep talking about anger, lust, divorce, oaths, retaliation, loving your enemies, giving to the needy. All these things that we don't tend to do can't measure up. And Jesus is saying, look, I didn't come to, you know, cancel the law of coming to fulfill it, you know. The law and the prophets. And of course they were condemning him or trying to accuse him of canceling the law. But he's saying, look, I mean the Sermon on the Mount is based on the law. It's based on how to how to live. Live out the law. It's not a sermon that he's telling people this is, you know, what you need to do. This is telling them. Look at the law and look how life under the law is. And you can't do it without me. This is a sermon about the attributes of God. It shows us that we don't measure up. We need a Savior. It's the only way that we can keep the law is to have a Savior. The only way to live perfect. The only way to live in righteousness, in love, in truth, in humility, in purity, in justice, the only way to be reconciled with one another is to have, is to have a Savior. We come down to verse 47. He's talking about loving your enemies in this section. He says, And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? Therefore, you must be perfect. You must, therefore, must be perfect as your Heavenly Father is perfect. What is he talking about? That was, this one really got me too because he's saying, I want you to greet everyone. 
not just people who like you, but greet everybody. Because if you just stick to a little clique of people and greet people who just like you, you're not doing anything any special. And, and you know, when you go to church and if you only talk to the people who, who like you, what good are you doing anybody? You're not doing any good for the kingdom of heaven because the Gentiles or the tax collectors, they do the same thing. That's what they do. And you're not doing anything more than the, than the Gentile tax collectors are doing. God says, greet everybody and be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. How do you be perfect? You live in Christ. You have to be broken and you want to reveal the presence of Christ in you. And as Oswald Chambers said, you're broken and now you're like a bondservant to Christ in total humility, in total submission. You've given up yourself. And what you do is you're a bondservant to others to reveal the light of Christ. And that's how you can be perfect. That's how you can be perfect in Christ. We get to chapter 6, talking about the needy and talking about fasting and laying up treasures in heaven. Don't be anxious. Don't judge others. You know, one of the things that we see a lot today in this culture, in this time, so many people laying up treasures on earth. They give a little bit at the church, but they're really laying up everything they've got on earth. They're they're anxious about whatever's going about them. And obviously they're anxious about clothes and food and personal health. God says, that's not what your heart needs to be running after. Judging after judging one another. God's calling us to love one another. God not to judge one another. He calls us to to be perfect. Not to try to act perfect, but to be perfect. How do you be perfect? You have to have Him. He's telling us to pray. Ask, and it will be given. Knock. Be persistent in your prayers. God knows what you need before you ask Him. But He's telling you to pray, to ask Him. He gives us the Lord's Prayer and the Golden Rule in being aware of false prophets. The whole world is full of false prophets. But he also says, beware of false disciples. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Build your house on the rock. The words of mine, the word of God, is what we place our faith in. Not the word of man, but the word of God. It's not the newspaper, it's not the politicians, it's not the internet, it's the Word of God. And Jesus taught these things with authority. 
with authority. So these are some thoughts that I have uh, as best I could to put it down for Matthew. So we'll stop here, and tomorrow we're going to start coming down, as McGee says, off the mountain. We're coming down off the Sermon on the Mount, and then Jesus is going to be showing that he um, has what it takes to live out this sermon, put this sermon into practice. So from me to all of you, as always, God bless you. Keep your heart centered on Christ. Now I'll turn the rest of the podcast over to my co-host in Zambia, Matali. Uh, Matali may be recording today. Sometimes we take a break when McGee does a summary. But if Matali uh, records, I'll uh, be turning this over to her next. But in any event, we'll both be seeing you back tomorrow as we continue our study through the book of Matthew. And we'll be starting chapter 8. God bless you all, and we'll see you next time.